Welcome to Mindful Mostly. What's up, I'm Andrea. This is a podcast for those of us who are mindful most of the time. You want to live your best life, but you don't want to give up the good stuff or feel like you have to go all weird and hardcore about it. Nobody likes that person. Hey, uh, still going on, send me a review of the podcast and I'm going to hook you up with the High Vibe 5. This is a five-minute power session that sets your day right, gets you on the frequency to attract and connect with yourself. It's magic. It's five minutes. It is yours in exchange for the review. So the dealio is you write the review on iTunes, take a screenshot of it, email it to me at andrea at mindfulmostly.com and I'm going to send this right back to you. Plus, still trying to spread the word on the pod. So if you can, if you're feeling it, uh, give me a shout out on Instagram. Let the world know that you are one of the most layers. Because I'm trying to really spread the movement. I've been feeling like, um, you know, I've been listening to some podcasts lately where they're wonderful. I feel inspired. And then there's just a little bit of a, oh, oh, wait, they just went a little too far. You know what I mean? Like they're a little out to lunch. You got to be real. We need realness in the wellness world. So help spread the message on Instagram. If you haven't uh, joined the community on Instagram, by the way, it's at Mindful Mostly. Today on the show, Ashley Wood is here. She is a spiritual and intuitive guide a manifesting pro, a Kashuk Records reader, and host of Manifest This. It's a really great podcast. She's also, listen to this, a longtime contributor to Cameron Diaz's website, The Body Book. I'm still, I'm still perplexed that Cameron Diaz married one of those brothers. What are their names again? God, one of them's married to the Richie from The Simple Life and the other one's married to Cameron Diaz. Like, who are these guys? How did they score? How did that guy score Cameron Diaz? This is going to bug me. Let me look this up. The Maddens. That's it. Joel. Yep. And Benji. Okay, moving on. Ashley Woods on the show. We're talking about manifesting. This girl knows what's up, okay? She is, she's one of those people that when you listen to her, you're just at peace. So she's going to, am I like that? (laughs) She's going to be coming on the show in just a few. First though, there's a few uh, things I want to get to. I'm planning my first event. It's happening here in Toronto. I'm going to tell you more about that, uh, I think, on the next episode or the episode after. It's, it's in July, so it's coming up. Uh, I'm going to talk about that. Also, I have been making kombucha. A while ago, I took Rachel Melinda's kombucha making class, and she hooked us all up with scobies at the end. Those are these weird brain-like things that you put with the tea and the sugar, and it makes the kombucha. Well, anyway, I finally got to brewing it. So today was the day, day 10, where you actually get to drink it. I took a photo of what was happening in the jar to her, and I was like, it's ready, isn't it? And she was like, throw that shit out right now. (laughs) Something has gone wrong. If you drink that, you will die. So going to try this again. Also, plants. Do you have plants in your house? 
because it's definitely something that over the past couple of years we've all been getting into. In fact, I was reading this article in like the Seattle Times or something talking about millennials filling their houses with plants. And I didn't know, but there's terms for this. House jungles, urban wilding, which kind of makes my eyes roll, urban rainforests, and jungalos. I like that one. But here's the thing. Since we moved into our new house a couple of months ago, um, there's more space. So I've separated some of the plants. I had this great pythos. Is that what they're called? Hanging plant in the old house. It was in the sunroom. And there were probably like eight plants in the sunroom. Now that, you know, they've all got their own space or there's less of them together, they're not doing as well. Some people would say that's because, you know, you switched its room and you switched its light. Me, though... I'm thinking it's because it's lonely. So I found this uh, article on GardenIdeas.com, and this woman wrote, One of my sons gave me a peace lily 15 years ago. It's always produced healthy green leaves, but it hasn't flowered in probably 10 years. For many years, it was the only houseplant I had. I kept it mostly because it was a gift from my son. Three weeks ago, a friend gave me another peace lily, as you can see. And she posts a picture that she definitely took on, like, her mom, like, cannon power shot. As you can see, it's very vigorous and full of blooms. I put it next to the older lily while I made space for it across the room. And a few days ago, I was astonished to see that the older plant is starting to bloom. Okay, side note, this actually made me cry. I'm a little hormonal right now. This this made me go, oh my God, there's life. She said, I don't think this is a coincidence. My years of gardening experience, didn't she just say she had one plant? <laughs> my years of gardening experience have convinced me that plants communicate with each other. Yes, I suspect that the presence of the younger plant has inspired my old one. Doesn't that warm your tummy? Reminding me of how much fun it is to bloom and thrive. I feel like her name is Sylvia. Either way, isn't that beautiful? And it's true. Plants communicate, and I think that they get lonely when they're in a room by themselves. Coming up in the next couple of episodes, we are going to be talking to Charis Brown, And that is what she is all about, communicating with plants and plants communicating with each other. So good, right? Okay, before we get to Ashley Wood, it is time for the Soul Nugget. Two of them that I hope are some motivation for you this week. You don't have to have it all figured out to move forward. So true. And There's two options, ladies. Make progress or make excuses. All right, Ashley Woods on the line. She is the woman when it comes to manifesting. So I'm curious, how do you go about it in your life? I guess there's a couple of ways. First of all, um, which I don't think is talked about enough, I 
focus my attention inwards and I really, really think about the things that I want in my life. This is when we're when I'm manifesting something big, let's say, not just something small or easy. But if I really want something big, I think about why I want it. I think about how it's going to impact my life. I think about how I'm going to get it. And then I sit down and I write about it and I write what I want. I write what I'm going to, the, the kind of action that I'm going to take to get to that point. And then I do my very best to forget about it. I have a little motto that I say is just let go and flow. And I put my attention into that manifestation. I put my attention and my love into it. I actually do my very best while I'm writing to visualize and believe that there's like so much love in just in my body and that I can feel it. And I like do my best to feel it in my heart so that I just feel so in alignment while I'm writing out my manifestation and while I'm really focusing on it. And then after I've paid attention to the kind of work that I have to do to get there, like putting in the work and preparing for the opportunity of my manifestation to arrive and for me to see it and for me to acknowledge it and be able to take advantage of it. I try to just let it go and do the work and focus on other things and then keep my eyes open for it. And then it and then it comes, if that so, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So, so really, you clearly you are clear about your desires. You set a pathway because you you said you sort of write down the goals and the process of how you think that could come more easily. And then you trust that what you are doing is 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 right. And you just sort of open the doors. Easy breezy. Yes. Yes. Easy breezy. And it's important to do the the preparation for the manifestation to come because it's one thing if we're just sitting on the couch being like, I want a new job. But then writing it down and turning on Netflix and chilling and not doing anything about it. It's important to take action, I believe, and to prepare for that opportunity to come. So let's say you want a new job. Prepare yourself for that new job. What kind of job do you want? Do you have to take a class to get that job? Do you have to network with a couple of people? Do you have to put yourself out there? Like do the preparation work so that when that job comes, when that opportunity presents itself to you, you are ready to take it because you've done all the preparation that you need to do to take that manifestation when it comes because it will come. But if you're just sitting around and not doing, not taking action and doing the preparation for it, it could pass you by because you might not be ready. What would you tell somebody who was looking to manifest a soulmate in their life? I heard this online one time and it's really interesting, but sleep on only one side of the bed. So that other side of the bed is open and ready for somebody else. Um, work on yourself. Make sure that you're happy with yourself every day. Make sure that you are content in your life, that you're not looking for someone to come and fill a gap in your life or a void in your life. Be happy with yourself so that when you meet your soulmate, you are so fulfilled in yourself that the two of you together are going to come together to build a life together. That person's not coming in to fix you. You are a whole person. So you can now step up and be your full self with that person and just enjoy each other and love each other and get to know each other and build a life together. So whatever you need to do, whether that be, I don't know, exercising so that you feel good about your body, if that's a problem that you're 
not feeling good about. Um, go out with your friends, have fun, or stay in and work on a project that you're really passionate about so that you have something in your life that you're really passionate about. And then also just make yourself available. Smile at people. Get off your phone and look people in the eye when you see them. If you go out for dinner, like look a guy or a girl in the eye when you see them and smile. Just make yourself available and be happy. Smile. It's so interesting because how true is it that it's when none of us are looking for a partner and we're all good on our own that that's when they come into the picture. And yet when we're desperate and we're going, I'm so lonely, it's Saturday night and I'm watching eight-year-old episodes of Sex and the City for the 17th time. What is wrong (laughs) with my life? (laughs) That's not so attractive. And uh, the person doesn't waltz in in the front door. You know what I mean? Um, Now, such a big part of manifesting is that, okay, are you ever done manifesting? You know, let's say you you say, I want a mansion and I want a super sweet car and a pool boy. And then a year later, you have all of those things. Well, at that point, you might be going, I want a hotter pool boy and a bigger mansion. So part of the process should be just enjoying the process altogether. Yes, absolutely. Because the whole point in manifesting is the alignment and being present and appreciating everything you have in the moment. Because as long as you are alive, you're going to continue to create. That's what Abraham Hicks always says. You're going to continue to create desires, whether they be large manifestations, large desires that you want, or small ones. So at times, because I talk about manifesting a lot, at times I have felt kind of like a fraud where I'm like, why am I talking about manifesting when like, I don't have this crazy life that you see on Instagram sometimes where people have like a million followers and they're traveling the world all the time and they have this and they have that. And I think that doesn't matter because where I am at in my life currently today, I am so happy. I am so grateful and I am manifesting other experiences to take place. And that alone is the, the lesson and the message. And I think that it's really easy to be distracted by these lives that look so unattainable. So it's easy to just say, oh, well, I can't get that and forget about our own life. But finding the gratitude and the appreciation and the happiness and the joy and like literally getting down and kissing the ground for just being alive, that in itself is manifesting because as long as you're alive, you're going to always want more and we're always going to be creating more and our lives are always going to be changing and our desires are always going to be changing. And that's the whole journey of manifesting. Mm -hmm. And not to mention when you look at people with um, whatever it is that you, let's say what you're going for is celebrity and wealth. In my daily job, I'm around a lot of that and I see the ugly side of it. I see the side where these people may have millions of Instagram followers and be incredibly famous, but they don't look so happy. And you know what, when you see their life when it's not in front of the camera, it's probably in a hotel room for the 37th night in a row eating takeout because you can't go outside because you're too famous to go get a bite to eat. You know what I mean? Like the the what we see on Instagram too is like, not necessarily the happy way it looks, which we all know, which we all, which we've all mm-hmm. started to learn about social media that, that it's a bit of a facade. So, what you think that is going to make you happy if you manifest it, um, you might already be just as happy in the place you are in now. Mm-hmm. And enjoying the process of building the life that 
you're wanting to manifest, like enjoying every single brick that you're putting down to build that because it takes time and that's not a bad thing. That's a really good thing because there's lessons and love and laughter and happiness and sadness and downtime, but all of it, like that's, that's the beauty of life that we need to be awake and present to fully soak in. Do you ever go back and look at some of the things you've written down that you wanted to manifest and you're like, oh my God, that happened. And then you're like, oh, I'm so glad that didn't happen. Yes. Um, before I got pregnant, I was going to open a restaurant in Winnipeg. We, I'm vegan and the vegan scene in Winnipeg, there's a lot of vegan people, but not a lot of options to eat. So I was going to open a restaurant and I was getting everything in line. I was looking at spaces. I had my business plan finished. I had my menu finished. And then I got pregnant and I I could have kept doing it. Absolutely. But I thought, no, like I only wanted to have I only want to have one child. That might change in the future, but at the moment we're really happy with our one child and I thought I want to be present and home for everything. And if I have a restaurant, I'm honestly I'm going to be there from sunup to sundown and I'm going to miss out on her life. And so I decided to throw that goal away or shelf it. At the time I was like I'll do this later. And now I'm so grateful that I didn't do it because, well, one, I would never see her. And now I'm home raising her all the time, like every day. And I'm having the time of my life. I'm so happy. And two, we don't want to be tied to Winnipeg like that. And sure, we could, like I could have hired a general manager to take care of the restaurant and I could have left. But we would love to be able to move and see the world and do other things. So I'm so grateful that that actually didn't happen, even though I was working so hard to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There you have it. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We are all ready to manifest and trust and be thankful for where we are now. So thank you so much. Yes, let go and flow. And you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Andrea. Ashley Wood. Isn't she common to listen to? Love that conversation. Before we get to the Mindful Mostly mission of the week, which is all about raising your vibration, I want to tell you that this episode is brought to you by Endy. So I got an Endy mattress a couple of months ago, and if you're not familiar, it's one of those mattresses that comes in a box, and it is such a game changer. The best part is, is that I can't feel Steve at all. And considering he dreams that he's whitewater rafting and does the accompanying fast, hard movements, I've been sleeping a lot better lately. Super comfy. It's just firm enough. Like it all comes in the same firmness. So a lot of people are like, how does it feel? It feels damn good. And the thing is that it's really easy. So we got this mattress the day we moved into our new house. And so it was in the box. So we could just take it right up to the room. It's a king. And we could unroll it. And uh, we got a king and a queen. We could unroll them in each room. And it was so easy. Have you ever had to move into a place when you're like turning tight corners with a giant mattress when your stairwell is like two feet wide? (laughs) I know that I've been there. Not to mention their pillows are great. Um, Samers on the firmness with those. The sheets are super soft. So 
Uh, you can get it all in one go online, super fast delivery. You don't have to deal with like the bad lighting and shady salespeople at mattress stores, thank God. It's a Canadian brand. The mattresses are made in Canada and they're the leader in the game. So here's a scoop. If you go to Endy.com, you can get your mattress. Use the promo code MINDFULMOSTLY, all one word, and you are going to get $50 off any size Endy mattress. All right. Time for the Mostly Mission of the Week. Raising your vibration. You know how Ashley was just talking about how, you know, the more grateful you are, the more positive you're feeling, the, the more easily what you are desiring is going to manifest in your life. So... This week, I want you to try to do a few of these things on this list that are going to raise your vibration. Just be more conscious of these, okay? Gratitude. That is a huge one. I know we always talk about it, writing down what you're grateful for in your journal every day. It's easy to fall out of that routine, but if you're finding you're in a bit of a crusty place, it might be time to bring that back. Kindness also raises your vibration. Forgiveness acceptance, sunshine, Mm. walking in nature, breathing deeply, yoga, exercise, laughing, smiling, hugging, singing, dancing, uh, raw, whole foods, just whole foods in general, and creativity. Doesn't it feel good to be creative? Sometimes we get out of that routine as well. So maybe you can do a little DIY project this week, or you can write a short story or do, you know, a haiku, whatever it is. Those are some of the things that are going to raise your vibration this week and help you manifest with what Ashley was talking about. Now, if you haven't heard already, I've created something called the High Vibe Five, and this is specifically for raising your vibration. In fact, some of those things on the list are all compacted into this five-minute magnetism session, and it is totally yours, completely free. All you got to do is leave a review for the Mindful Mostly podcast on iTunes. Take a screenshot of it, email it to me at andrea at mindfulmostly.com, and I will send you back the high vibe Also, if you haven't joined this little family we got going on here yet, do so on Instagram at MindfulMostly. I'll talk to you next week.